Friday is the day. Now, we may find out something differently. The Big Ten and Michigan might uh, come up with some outside agreement. I doubt it, but Friday is the day Michigan will have their day in court. It seems like the reason that this temporary restraining order didn't just happen overnight Friday into Saturday is because the Big Ten was ready with a lawyer locally, and they wanted to be able to make their claim to kind of block this temporary restraining order to get Jim Harbaugh back on the field. So Harbaugh, Michigan, have a court day on Friday morning, Washtenaw County Court, 9 a.m. We'll talk more about that in a second. But if you guys like seeing Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines coaching this Michigan football team, we're switching up a little bit this week. We're switching it up a little bit. Uh, the like vibes, the good vibes out there. This is for the court case, right? Put the good vibes out. Like the video. If you like Harbaugh on the sidelines, you want to see him back this Saturday for the 1,000th win in the history of this Michigan football program. We'll talk that, and we're going to talk some Heisman Trophy. J.J. McCarthy might be a new candidate for the Michigan football program. It's all coming up right now. You know, it just feels great coming back here on a Monday to do this show after Michigan gets a win on the road against a top 10 team. And I just kind of have been laughing for, you know, almost 48 hours now of just the absurdity of the fact that Michigan didn't throw a pass for the final 37 minutes of clock time of that game. Uh, not a single pass, right, in the second half, including the kneel downs. I think it was 32 straight runs. Now, Michigan did attempt that one pass, of course, but uh, it was pass interference, so it doesn't actually go down in the stat books, is as a pass. Um, so Michigan's got a new Heisman Trophy candidate. We'll talk about that towards the end of the show. I kind of just want to take a look at stats comparing Blake Corum after his two-touchdown, 140-plus-yard performance on Saturday, where he's at compared to last year and where he might think shake out later on in the year. But Friday is the day. Jim Harbaugh, Michigan, uh, the Board of Regents, and uh, they'll go up into court against uh, the Big Ten, against Tony Petitti, who is named as one of the defendants, as Michigan is you know, technically suing the Big Ten. That's kind of what this is. Now, I don't think it's going to necessarily make it to uh, a lawsuit long-term. If it does, it'll stretch out for months, maybe even years. But uh, basically what they're saying is, look, Jim Harbaugh is irreparably harmed. Michigan's irreparably harmed. We can't get it back in the future if you don't let him on here. So if you want to have this suspension, it's got to be after the case is fully uh, fleshed out in the future. So the question I've kind of have is, look, Michigan particularly wouldn't leave until the early afternoon on Friday to go to Maryland, probably flying to BWI Airport or a private airport there. Does Jim Harbaugh still make the trip like he did against Penn State if he knows going in that the court has denied his uh, temporary restraining order and he is not allowed to coach? And we'll know it's either for Maryland game and Ohio State game or for neither. I don't think there's going to be any questions. I guess maybe Michigan could go to another court and try and get a temporary restraining order after that. But we're going to know a lot this week, and certainly we're going to know the future of Jim Harbaugh, at least as far as the regular season goes, coming up Friday morning. Michigan football has uh, quite a few players, a few players in the uh, the awards semifinalists that were all announced this morning. Almost uh, most of the major awards put out their semifinal list as we've got two weeks left in the regular season. Chris Jenkins is a semifinalist for the Chuck Bednarik Award, the best defensive player in all of college football. One of 17, no, that one's 20, one of 20 semifinalists on that for the best defensive player in college football. Blake Corum, J.J. McCarthy are both semifinalists for the Maxwell Award, which typically almost mirrors the Heisman Trophy. It's like four out of five years, whoever wins the Maxwell also wins the Heisman. Best player in college football, 17 semifinalists for that one. And a new name has been added to the Bolitnikoff watch list. It's crazy. He wasn't on there when it was like 50 players earlier in the season. They've updated it once or twice. And even though he didn't really do anything against Penn State of no, uh, Roman Wilson is now a uh, – 
watch list for the Bolitnikov, although I, I think it's very unlikely at this point because he's only got 589 yards and 35 catches, 36 catches, that he's going to make it further past this, you know, one of the top 10 semifinalists or whatever it is, or the three finalists that get invited to the college football award show. But it's good to see him getting at least some recognition for the 10 touchdown performance that he's had through 10 games this year. Before we jump more into this show, I did want to thank everyone for supporting the show, for subscribing as we went from 28,000 right up to 29,000 in only a couple weeks. It's kind of the fastest thousand jump we've had uh, on the show in quite a long time. So thank you to everyone who supported the show, to the new subscribers, welcome, and to the ones who have been there for a long time. We certainly appreciate you. And thanks a lot for helping spread the gospel and you know, sending the link youtube.com slash Michigan TV to your friends. Tomorrow we will be live a little later this time because the college football playoff top 25 is after a college basketball game the third time every single year. So it's going to be a college basketball game on ESPN. They've got the TV rights, so we wait on that game to be over. We're going to go live at 845, probably do a little Michigan-Maryland talk, talk about Jim Harbaugh, etc. And as soon as the rankings come in, we've got a guy outside the door with a little envelope. Boom, hands to the jack. We'll have it on the screen here right at the same time they've got it on TV. So join us, a Michigan first college football playoff top 25. Could Michigan be number one? Doubt it. I think Georgia might have a better argument now, but I think Michigan might jump up to number two. We could see Ohio State drop off from number one, potentially down to number three. Take a look at where the Wolverines are at nationally with stats on offense first. All right. Didn't do a ton passing, right? 60 yards. Didn't uh, you know, really light up the scoreboard uh, against Penn State or put up huge numbers uh, of total offense. But after 10 games, Michigan number 46 in the country, 410 yards per game, passing 237 part yards per game, number 58. Rushing, continuing to improve at number 43 in the country after the big performance on Saturday. And then 39 points per game. Michigan's dropped back a little bit. Now number 10 scoring in the country. Talk about the Heisman Trophy. J.J. McCarthy has been Michigan's top Heisman candidate for the first nine, ten games of the year. And about three weeks ago, right, after the big performance against Michigan State, he was, you know, Michigan State and even the, the Purdue game a little bit, uh, he was number one, number two in the Heisman odds. But he's taking a big step back. I think Blake Corum could be potentially the guy. We'll talk about that here in a second. But did want to tell you guys about Prize Picks. I've been talking about Prize Picks all season. The presenting sponsor of the Michigan Football Report. Get a $100 deposit match by going to PrizePicks.com/CLNS. Promo code CLNS. Link is down in the comments and the description. It's super easy, right? I made these picks just this afternoon for this week, Monday Night Football tonight. Russell Wilson. 213 and a half pass yards. I'm just going less on that. How about Stephon Diggs? Now, 87 and a half receiving yards. I've got him on my fantasy team. I need a game out of him. So I'm riding with him on fantasy. I'm riding with him with prize picks. I'm going more than the 87 and a half yards that they put there for him. I just put five bucks on it, have a little fun, make the game a little more exciting tonight. I win those two. I win $15 from prize picks. And what I really like about prize picks, their latest feature is the reboot policy. That if your one of your entries uh, stays in play, even if a player gets injured for football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return for the second half, that player is rebooted. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. It's really simple to play. I can make my picks and submit in 60 seconds or less. I'm not playing against a bunch of pro players or anything like that. I'm just looking at the stat predictions that Prize Picks gives me, and I'm choosing more or less. Put five bucks in, boom, I win 15 if I get those two right. That's why I love Prize Picks. That's why I've been playing it three, four days per week, college and the NFL. Those are my picks today. Go get going. We'll start with Prize Picks. PricePicks.com slash CLNS. Use that link in the code CLNS for a 100 
$1,000 deposit match. Let's talk some J.J. McCarthy. Heisman no more. 10-0 record. Um, undefeated as a starting quarterback in the regular season, right, in Big Ten Championship. Now 23-0 in regular season in Big Ten games. Only lost, of course, to TCU last year. But it hasn't really lit up the stat sheet, right? After the four-touchdown performance a couple weeks ago, um, 335 yards, 345 yards, whatever it was last week, but only 60 yards, 7 of 8 completion, has really taken a step back in the Heisman rankings with Oregon and Washington continuing to win and their quarterbacks putting up big numbers. And then the emergence of former Arizona State Sun Devil Jack, uh, Jalen, what's Jalen Daniels, right? Am I getting the Jaden Daniels, yeah. Um, he, uh, let's see the stats he put up, right? 600 yards of total offense um, for LSU against Florida on Saturday, like 350 passing, 240, 50 rushing, uh, absolutely bonkers stats he's putting up. It seems less and less likely that J.J. McCarthy is going to have the stats or really the performance in the big games, only throwing eight times against Penn State to win this Heisman. Now, J.J. could have a bonkers next three games. Right? He could go for 350 against Maryland. He could go for 304 touchdowns against Ohio State, have some huge game in the Big Ten Championship. If he does that, he could still win it. He needs a little help elsewhere. But how about the late run? of Blake Corum. He's kind of snuck up on us because he hasn't had, him and Donovan Edwards both, have not had really any game-changing plays, game-changing runs. Corum's mostly just been padding the stats with all the touchdowns he's, he's had uh, this season. 18 touchdowns matching his total from last season. And is ahead of the pace, right? Because he scored in the uh, the Illinois game last year, the game he got injured in. Um, could he make a Heisman run? With a massive November, and then, of course, December, should Michigan, which they will, which they will, uh, beat Ohio State in, what do we got now, 12 days. Here's where he compares to last season, right? When he was at this time through 10 games, in my opinion, the Heisman frontrunner would have won it had he put up a big game against Ohio State like Donovan Edwards did. Now, he's way back, right? He is 550, right, 557 yards behind the pace he was last year. 74 carries, 75 carries down from where he was through 10 games last year. Right on the same average, you know, 5.9 yards per carry, 5.2 this year. But has more rushing touchdowns through 10 games than he did last year. But last year he did have uh, nine catches. One of those was a touchdown catch. So 18 total touchdowns. Could he make a late Heisman run? It's doubtful, right? I'm not saying it's going to happen. But with those 18 touchdowns, he's right on the cusp of Hassan Haskins. I think it's 22 to break the single-season record for rushing touchdowns by a Michigan football player in a season. If he had a late-season Donovan Edwards-style run, right, of those three games, um, really, I mean, just think about it, the two games, Ohio State and then the Big Ten Championship game for the Don, it was 200-plus yards, two touchdowns against Ohio State, 185 and a touchdown against Purdue. And then he's got this next game against Maryland. So if he could have a three-game run like the Don had last year to end the season, it's not crazy, but he'd need some help. He'd need Washington probably to lose this weekend to Oregon State. He'd then probably need Washington and Oregon to play each other uh, in the Pac-12 title game and both kind of look average or mediocre. And then LSU maybe dropping a game or their quarterback doesn't put up big stats. But it's not the craziest thing to happen. I think the last two years, we were at this time thinking a Michigan player might be the favorite for the Heisman Trophy, right? A couple years ago, it was C.J. Stroud and uh, Aiden Hutchinson, number one, two in the Heisman. Neither one of them won it. It turned out to be Bryce Young. And then last year, Blake Corum was probably the favorite this time last year. He didn't win it. Caleb Williams kind of just backdoored into the Heisman. I don't think he did necessarily anything spectacular or had his Heisman Trophy moment. But I'll ask you guys this question. Blake Corum, J.J. McCarthy, will Michigan have a Heisman Trophy finalist? Give me a Y for yes or an N for no down in the comments. Think about Michigan's defense. 
I think that this Michigan defense, after what we just saw against Penn State, and their offense isn't great, but we're 10 games in now. We don't have to just guess or project. We can just look at the facts. I think this Michigan defense could be not just the best defense in school history, I think it could be the best defense in the history of the conference. Let's take a look at the stats nationally. Of the four main stats that you track in uh, you know nationally comparing defenses, Michigan is number one in three of the main four stats. And there's plenty of other stats. You can talk about third down and this and that. But Michigan giving up 232 yards a game, number one in the country. 134 yards passing, number one in the country. Rushing, okay, number 12 in the country. All right, still under 100 yards per game. And then seven and a half points per game, also number one in the country. This could be Michigan's best defense ever. If they keep up those stats, if they shut out Ohio State and Maryland in the third quarter and they score, you give up less than 10 points a game, which could be tough, right? Maryland's got a high-powered offense. Ohio State's Ohio State. You got the Big 12, Big 10 championship game. Um, if they keep it under 10 points, they go undefeated, and they shut down this next two games and the Big 10 championship game, I think it's going to be tough to make any argument that they're not a better defense than 1997 or a better defense than any defense that's suited up in the history of the Big 10. You take a look at these stats. I mean, just awe-inspiring. And those 30 points in the fourth quarter that they've given up, I mean, like 21 of them have been, you know, last-second touchdowns, garbage-time touchdowns, just like this one against Penn State on Saturday. So pitch a shutout in the third quarter, 117 to nothing. That's going to make a difference when you get into Maryland-Ohio State Big Ten Championship game on from there, Pasadena and Houston. I don't know about you guys think. I've said it a couple times this season. I've made some crazy proclamations, but I don't think it's crazy to say that this is the best defense in school history. If they continue on, the best defense in the history of the Big Ten. But I'll leave it up to you guys to decide as we stand now. Let's just project forward, right? Two, three games where you think it's going to happen. Better defense. 97, national champions, Heisman Trophy, Charles Woodson. This one, that one, 97, or this one in 2023. Not the star power of Woodson, et cetera. Marcus Ray, et cetera. That's fine. Better defense. Which one would you trust? I think the depth and the stats of this defense, I'm going with 2023. But I mean... We're going to find out. Maryland has got a very strong passing game, but it's still Josh Gass as their offensive coordinator. Ohio State has maybe the best player in the country right now, and Marvin Harrison Jr. I mean, hell, three touchdowns in the first quarter for the guy. That, what do you think about Mar Maserati Marv, Jack? You like that one? Maserati Marv, the nickname they've got for him? Absolutely electric. I'm not going to gas him up too much because Ohio State sucks, but like – He's but how about good. the nickname, though? What do you I love the nickname. nickname. Like the nickname's great. I'm not a fan of the nickname. I think it's why I think uh, the Don is good. Blake the Great's okay. Like Maserati Marv. Eh, I don't know about that one. Um, but I think his play is tremendous. I mean, that one touchdown pass he had uh, against Michigan State, the catch was just absolutely absurd. If Michigan can shut him down, I mean, then what are we talking about here? That's uh, that's something that I don't think Michigan's ever faced. Maybe the quality wide receiver that they have, given even what they've had the last couple of years, and Garrett Wilson and others. My, Marvin Harrison Jr. might be the best wide receiver in the history of Ohio State football. If Michigan defense can hold him in check, win that game, hold Ohio State to under 20 points, you might have the best defense in the history of the Big Ten. Reminder, tomorrow, 8.45 p.m. Eastern, we will be live for probably an hour and a half or so, Michigan football-related. Then we'll do a top 25 uh, you know, reveal. And then we'll take some of your questions and talk to Jim Harbaugh on everything to do with this program. Two games left in the regular season. Make sure you guys hit that subscribe button. Michigan Football Report by Chat Sports. We will see you guys tomorrow. Go Blue.